Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the podcast where you'll get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. This episode is sponsored by TruckPartsCross.com. With over 1.5 million crosses and counting, you can rely on TruckPartsCross.com to help you find the parts that you're looking for. Welcome to episode 25. In this episode, I'm going to share with you five things you can do to get ready for 2020. Now, a quick disclaimer for today's episode. The opinions in this podcast are just that. They are opinions. Always consult accountants, lawyers, and other business professionals before making any decisions about your business. If you listen to this episode, you are indemnifying Jamie Irvin, the Heavy Duty Parts Report, and my company, Irvin Sales and Service, from any losses or damages. You are responsible for your business. These opinions are put forth to assist you with your business, but results will vary, and the responsibility is solely yours. Okay, so let's get to five things that you can do right now to put yourself in a position for success in 2020. Hopefully this will spark some ideas. You might be able to make some improvements now, get started in 2020 and have an excellent year in business. The very first thing I wanted to talk about today is something that my first mentor, Alan Felling, taught me very early in my career. He always said, your people are one of your greatest assets. Now, the reality is that despite the rapid development of technology, This idea that people are one of your greatest assets is going to remain consistent for years to come. And I personally think that when you think about the kind of people that are in the heavy-duty parts and service industry, you're really talking about some of the most down-to-earth, greatest people you'll ever meet. And even with the rapid development of technology in our industry, I think the fact is is that this is a people business and it's going to remain that way for years to come. Now, I'm sure that you try very hard to take care of your employees, but it is increasingly important that we listen for warning signs. Now, how do we do that? Well, one thing that I found effective personally when I own my own business and when I managed other people is that if you have an employee that typically you talk to regularly and they've kind of gone quiet on you, you're not getting as much feedback from them, you're not getting as much interaction, this could be a warning sign. And if that's out of character for them, It's really important that you take the time to go have a talk with that employee just to find out what's going on. And when I say have a talk with them, what I really mean is give them an environment where they can talk and you can listen. Now, it may be that they're going through something on a personal level and they've just kind of been off their game a little bit, or it might be that they're dissatisfied with with something that's happening in the company, or they feel that they're not being appreciated and not given the opportunity to grow and add more value to your company. I think you have an obligation to give everyone an opportunity to add value to your company. I mean, you're the one that benefits, right? Okay, so that's one thing that you can do. 
Now, the second thing is something that the great author of a book called The E-Myth Revisited, and he's written like 30 or 40 other books in the E-Myth series. But in that original book, The E-Myth, he said something that really struck a chord with me before I started my own business. What he said was, the solution is the system. The system is the solution. Now, it's no secret that many of us are experiencing a shortage of competent technicians and drivers, and and just generally, it's getting more and more difficult to try to find the right people for our businesses. Now, there's a lot of forces in the world that are working against us, and you can listen to episode 11 to, uh, to better understand why there is a skilled labor shortage, and you can listen to episode 12 of this podcast to get access to a training platform that's going to change the way you educate your technicians. Despite those resources being available to you, it is important that we attack this multifaceted problem with kind of many different solutions. And this is where this idea of the system being the solution, the solution being the system comes into play. Now, as I mentioned, Michael E. Gerber is one of my favorite business authors, and he wrote those words in the mid-1980s. And when he said the solution is the system, the system is the solution, you know, at the time, that was a revolutionary concept. But the reality is, is that despite those words being written over 35 years ago, they're just as applicable, if not more so today than ever before. Now, if you're feeling a little lost right now about what I'm talking about, that's okay. This isn't a concept that many people really understand well. Even big multinational companies struggle with this. So to help you get your head around what we're talking about, first, I think you really should read The E-Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gerber. This is going to give you context, and it's going to help you to understand the overall concept. So get the book. You can download it off of Amazon or, or wherever you get your audiobooks. Uh, listen to it. Read it. It'll really help you to understand what we're talking about when we talk about a system. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to watch the movie, The Founder, which tells the story of how McDonald's became McDonald's. It's on Netflix. It's a great movie. It's entertaining. And it will really help you to visualize what Michael Gerber is writing about. And the third thing is, is that I'd like you, if you have the opportunity, to go down to one of your local oil change franchises. Uh, Jiffy Lube is a, is a big one. There's a couple other brand names out there that are across the country. Go to one of these franchises and get your oil changed. But while you're in there, I want you to listen really carefully to what the people say to you. I want you to kind of watch as the system unfolds in front of you. These three things are going to really help you to understand that in every business, you need a, a systematic way of doing things. You know, you could do another thing. You could go to McDonald's itself and you could just stand, you know, and watch behind the counter what's going on. And after reading the book and watching the movie and going to some of these franchises, you're going to have your mind opened up to what Michael Gerber calls the franchise model. Now, this doesn't mean you actually have to franchise your business, but it does mean that you're going to build a system that you're going to operate your business with. And it is a very powerful strategy. And I promise you, that if you take these steps, at the very least, you're going to see your business in a, in a slightly different way, and you're immediately going to see opportunities to make some small changes that could actually make your business perform better in 2020. So you read a book, you learn something, you watch a movie, and you visit one of your local franchises, and I think you're going to like the assignment, and I think it's going to be a fun experiment for you. Now, I'd love to hear from you once you've completed these assignments. 
and talk about you know, what your perception of all this is. Now, my wife and I, we started a contracting business with our last $700 in 2009. And using what I learned from the E-Myth, my wife and I built this company to a point where we moved 600 miles away. And we ran that contracting business remotely. And then we had the opportunity to sell it. Now, why? Was it because our contracting business was so special? Well, not really. It was just that we had built it with a set of systems and the person who bought it needed those systems. So it was a great experience for us, and I think it'll really help you. Now, in 2020, my wife and I are starting the process all over again, but this time we are building a sales agency that specializes in serving the heavy-duty parts and service industry, and there'll be more about that in a future episode. Okay, number three, you're not just in parts and service. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when someone asks you, what do you do? What do you say? Three common answers might be, well, I sell heavy-duty parts, or I own a repair shop, or I maintain a fleet of trucks and trailers. Now, if someone asks you, what business are you in, or like, what industry are you in, what would you say? Okay, now, I just want you to listen to whatever that inner voice answered to that question. I kind of want you to hold on to that answer for a minute. Okay, you got it? Okay. Now, one of the most misunderstood things about technology and business over the last 15 years is digital marketing in, in, in all of its various forms. I'm talking about websites, blogs, search engine results, paid ads, social media, and video and audio platforms like YouTube and Apple Podcasts. The reality is that regardless of what you do and what business you're in, if you don't think of yourself as being in the media business, you're at an immediate disadvantage. And that disadvantage is going to rapidly escalate starting in 2020 over the next 10 years. Once we have functional voice and augmented virtual reality, and we have these tools available to us, and and they're part of the mix of, of media options, the winners in business are going to dominate, and everyone else is going to struggle. Now, I don't want you to rush out and try to do it all tomorrow. In fact, if you want a little bit of help, then I would be happy to talk to you directly about a strategy that you can use to help you get in the media business and start to see results in 2020. The journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, and that first step may be to contact me directly. And you can contact me at my email, jamie at jamieirvin.ca. I'm here to serve, and I really do want to help you. So if this whole media thing is a bit of a mystery to you, then I might be able to provide you with some assistance. So now, if I was to ask you again, what business are you in? I want you to Think about that answer that you had and that you've been holding on to in your mind. And I just want you to add to it that you're in the media business as well. Okay, number four is find a niche, or that's how we say it in Canada. In the US, I think it's called a niche. Now, this is a lesson I learned kind of the hard way. And it's a lesson that uh, can be learned from my discussion with Neil Gerritsen in episode eight of of this podcast, where we recounted the recent sale of a fleet. So whether you look at my own uh, situation, which I'll explain in a minute, or you you listen to episode eight, where we talk about this fleet and how they did it right, I think you're going to get an idea of why it's important. The point is this, if your business is going to thrive, then you can't be everything to everyone. You must find a place in the marketplace where you can provide something that is different and that you can do better than anyone else. Now, for me, what that meant in 2019 was it meant that I had to give up my first podcast, which was called Build a Better Business. I did 150 episodes. I interviewed Michael Lee Gerber in episode 64. I I got to 
do some really cool things, got to meet some amazing people and interview some awesome entrepreneurs. And there's 150 episodes there that are still available at Build a Better Business. And you can you can link to it if you're curious about what that podcast was all about. But I had to let it go. And I also had a coaching business attached to it. And I had to let that go in 2019. And what I did is instead of being involved in that broad subject of just building a better business, I got really focused with the heavy duty parts report. And I launched that in 2019, as you know, and now we're in episode 25 already. But by focusing on the heavy duty parts aspect of my career and by really, really getting into that niche, it has created business opportunities for me that I just, you know, it's really surprising how quickly those business opportunities were created by that focus. And I don't know if you've ever heard the acronym FOCUS, but it stands for Follow One Course Until Success. FOCUS. So think about that. Okay, number five. Number five is joint ventures. Now, this is one key to a long-term plan. It's not something necessarily that you would be able to do in only 2020. If you start to go down this road, this is something that you're going to commit to over a long period of time. But if you get started in 2020, I think it can really help you. And I genuinely believe that the next decade, the, the 2020s, are going to be very dynamic with lots of ups and downs in a way that we've never seen before. Now, none of us can personally do much about the economy, the rise of AI, or the implications or impact of climate change. We can all do our little bit, but we can't fundamentally change these huge forces that are going to affect our industry. But what we can do is we can strengthen our position in the marketplace to the degree possible by forming smart strategic alliances with industry partners. Now, if you take my advice and niche down in 2020, that means that you're not going to be able to do all the things you did in the past because you're going to have a greater focus. But this creates an opportunity for collaboration or a joint venture. While you focus on one area, someone else will be focusing on something where you're not giving as much attention to anymore. And if you combine forces, you can create a positive feedback loop that generates exponential results. A great example of this is found in episode 22 of this podcast, where Chris Stewart talks about many examples of collaboration in the collision repair sector of our industry and how they're impacting the industry. Well, I hope these suggestions have got you thinking about ways to improve your business in 2020. And I wanted to take a minute to just thank you for listening and supporting the podcast in 2019. It's been my pleasure and privilege to talk about industry issues related to heavy-duty parts and service and related to our industry. And before I go, I wanted to let you know that um, I've made a couple choices here. So one, I've redesigned my personal website, jamieirvin.ca, and Irvin is spelt like Irvine, California. So it's jamieirvine.ca because I'm in Canada. That's my personal website. You can go there. It's one more place that you can listen to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. On this website, you can also find links to my sponsors, and you'll be able to read my blog where I've written a lot of articles, uh, I think it's over 150 that are related to business development, but I'm going to start writing articles in 2020 that are focused on industry issues related to the heavy-duty parts. And so that'll just be one more additional resource that I'll be providing you. It's been a great year for me personally. I hope you've had a great year as well. Either way, it's time for some holidays, and I wanted to let you know that this is the last episode for 2019. I'll be back on January 6, 2020. We're going into season two, and uh, we've got some great episodes lined up for you already. 
I've got an interview to share with you right away on January 6th with Ben McIver of SKF, and we do a deep dive into the concept of using one brand. And we use SKF's wheel end products as an example to illustrate why there are some benefits to doing that. Another exciting development coming up is that in uh, January, we're going to be interviewing the CEO, her name is Shelley, of the Women's Trucking Federation of Canada. And uh, she's going to come on the podcast and talk about the, the wonderful women in our industry and the impact that they're having, the contribution they make to trucking, and, and also just uh, how we can support uh, an environment where we can have more women enter the industry and help us out. And uh, we, we can help them. I, I think that what I really want to see out of that conversation is for all of us to think about a collaboration between everyone, because our industry is so. I think it's a special industry. I think it's filled with a group of people that are quite amazing. And I just don't think that there's the need for the gender politics and all that. I think we just need to come together, men and women. The more women we can have in the industry, the better. The more we work together and collaborate and help each other, the better. The more success women have in our industry, the better for everyone. So that's going to be a great conversation. And I've got a financial advisor coming that's going to talk about how to lower cost per mile in your business, but also personal finances and the role that plays in all of us becoming more successful. Enjoy your holidays and remember that uh, we'll be back on January 6, 2020. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Go to heavydutypartsreport.com and listen to and subscribe to the podcast. Remember to focus on cost per mile over purchase price. Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. Thank you for listening in 2019 and we'll see you back January 6, 2020. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment.